You are now listening to the dank sound of Black and Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, your boy Blue, coming to you live straight from the stack. Smoking out fan with that dank shit on my far left. Mix it up on the one, twos, and threes. Kronos. So fresh and so clean. Ah. Smooth like a. Smooth like a. Nah, what's up? Oh, How'd it go? It's smoother than a bar. Fresh bar, uh, first jar of Skippy. There you go. Oh, <laughs> and right. on my right, we got the oldest ninja in the world. Old ninja. Guess what? Everybody about to be black this month. Mm, <laughs> roll out. Everybody. <laughs> I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. <laughs> so, hey, if you guys are in the live stream, uh, Papa Bear, I see you in there. So, first in the chat, hello. Can you hear us okay? Because we're on the new setup. So, I don't know if you guys can hear us or not. Hopefully you can. He'll yeah. respond back in a, in a few minutes um, or a few seconds. Uh, listener of the week would be Reed Omega. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. I can hear the difference in this microphone in my headphones. It's quite strange. Yeah, mm-hmm. your sound, your sound uh, actually sounds improved. It sounds clear, yeah, at least better. on my end. I got one of those. Well, you know what? I, I think it's because you shaved. That's why you don't got the hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the hair's on your lips and all like apart. Yeah. You can, your, your chip's you. a little bit lighter, so you can talk a little faster. <laughs> they can hear us. So that's that's what matters. Yeah, right. Papa Bear says we're good. So, so wait, can he can he hear? Can he hear us? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he said he can hear us. He said sounds good. All right. Um. All right. So cool, hope, cool. Yeah, hopefully he can hear you guys too. Should be able to because on the um, oh, so a little bit of a background, background hum. hum. Okay. Well, I think it's because my there we go. Try that out now. That'll probably be less of a hum if I just bring the microphone a little closer and turn my gain down. Um. Actually, I turn up a little bit more. The uh, obviously we had some upgrades to the podcast. If you're listening to this on audio only, we probably sound a whole lot better. So basically, what I did was I got a new Zoom PodTrack P4. Um, I'm not going to use the old soundboard, probably not for a long time unless we're live. Um, and even then, we probably still use the Zoom thing because it has like four inputs. And if you are watching, like, I can't really pull it up because I'm using it. But um, and I also got a new Shure oh, microphone. Oh, rip. Uh, yeah, oops. The podcast is over. Um, <laughs> the uh, I got a new Shure microphone. It's the Shure MV7. It's the podcast uh, microphone, not the MV7, which is like the RSMV7, which is like the really fancy one that um, professional podcasters use. But I figured this one with the USB, um, it would be nice if I did a podcast on my own. Didn't need a sound or anything. Just plug it straight in, and they have their own software. But this is all going through XLR stuff, so it hmm. turns out pretty good. Right on. As long as we are giving y'all this dankness in a clear and crystal manner. And he can hear all of us, so that's good. And there will be no background music for this first one because I need to figure out how to run it through at least the the Patrick P4 can do something like that. But I don't know if I wanted to do something like that. I might just use the same old thing, but we'll see. So I'll get the background music back next week. Oh, about to run slightly silent this week. I mean, we got got our voices. True. But there'll be... When there's dead air, people will be like, ha, oh, it's all weird. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna pour out some uh, pour out some old English tonight for some of our dearly departed. Uh, we're gonna start with um, <clears throat> I I believe her name is pronounced Chesley uh, Chesley Christ. Uh, her her first name is C H E S L I E. I'm assuming it's Chesley, unless I'm pronouncing it like a non-cultural uh, way. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, but she was 2019 Miss USA winner. 
she was a lawyer while she was running for the pageant at the time of the um, back in 2019. But after winning Miss USA, she became a celebrity correspondent for the show Extra. She also earned two Daytime Emmy Award nominations for Astounding uh, Entertainment News Program for her work. She died in a fall from a high-rise building in Manhattan's west side, where she had an apartment, according to the New York City Police. Her death is being invested or is being ruled a suicide. She was thirty. Oh. Uh, next up, we have Moses J. Mosley, <laughs> uh, an actor on the TV show The Walking Dead. Uh, in the show, he played one of the zombies that followed the character Michonne, the two on the chains. Uh, those characters happened to turn out to be one of... Uh, he played basically one of her brothers on the show. Uh, some of his other acting works include appearances in The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, Queen of the South, and Watchmen. Uh, his death is currently being investigated as a possible suicide after he went missing uh, recently in Georgia about Five days ago. Uh, shit, I missed his eight. Oh, he was 30 as well. Next up, we have Hi- Howard Hessman, <clears throat> a veteran actor, best known as the hard-rocking disc jockey Dr. Johnny Fever on the sitcom WKRP in Cincinnati. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, he prepared for that role by working as a DJ in San Francisco at KMPX-FM for several months. Uh, along with WKRP, he also appeared on Head of the Class and One Day at a Time. Uh, he did three guest appearances on That 70s Show, three on Boston Legal, and two on Fresh Off the Boat. And he continued to work with numerous other shows. Uh, he's in several numerous movies spanning the 70s up into the 20 teens. Um, some of the movies he was in was at Police Academy 2. Fly to the Navigator, Amazon Women on the Moon, About Schmidt, and Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. He died Saturday from complications related to colon surgery. He was 81. So those are the RIPs for the week. All right. Um, Can I do a quick update on Rescue Residents? Oh, yeah. Real quick. So... Uh, thank you, everybody, that uh, graciously donated to our organization. Um, we definitely really appreciate it. So uh, full transparency, we did purchase the um, ambulance. So we got it. Uh, well, at least we purchased it. Like the money money is exchanged, exchanged hands. Uh, we're going to have Matt from Pre-Recorded Live pick it up. But unfortunately, there is a blizzard right now in Ohio. So hopefully he can get it this weekend. But... Uh, we have no idea. They're all in contact, so we'll he'll pick it up for us, and we're gonna make sure that it's uh, mechanically sound, so we can come back to California, and also mechanically sound to whoever we happen to give it to. So, so yeah, we made our our first purchase for an ambulance. So thanks, thanks everybody. It's pretty awesome. So we probably won't get another update on at least the ambulance portion of it for a couple of months because we still have to schedule out um, us flying out there and then driving all the way back. We're gonna do like a whole video thing on it us picking it up and, and driving it back. Or maybe we get some updates because we have to like debadge it and stuff like that because you can't drive an ambulance if, you, if you're if you not an EMT. So yeah. you have to like take all the, you know, emergency response vehicle off of it. So so we'll do that. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Um, and we have a meeting tomorrow with uh, the board directors. So it'll be interesting to talk about uh, how our organization is doing and, and what we're going to do going forward. 
Right on. Ooh, just hit the ground running. Yeah. First step in a much larger pool. Yeah. <laughs> right on. I'm at, it's good this is working. It sucks about the fucking um, the blizzard. I heard it's hitting numerous states and like they're preparing for massive like fallout from uh, this blizzard. It's weird because being in California, we're like in the 70s now. And it's supposed to be winter. There's no rain. It's like been sunny. Dude, it was Weird. like, it was crazy yesterday. Uh, it was like 41 degrees in the morning. Like, I had like ice on my car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had been, to scrape my my windshield. I think it was in the 40s this morning, too. It just, uh, in the afternoon is when it, you know, gets into 60s and 70s. But in the mornings, it's still pretty cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, it was crazy windy as well. Like, holy shit. Yeah. The, the wind blew the cover off my, my hot tub. Damn, really? Yeah, it was super windy today. Yeah. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, there was a wind advisory yesterday. So, so something about somebody named Gail just blowing her. <laughs> hmm. All right. I had to look uh, up what a Gail Force wins were. Oh, I need to. It's not on the list, but I need to update something I've talked about for the last. Well, I've been talking about it for three weeks of the last four. Um, I managed to finish Foundation. Finished it yesterday. So I wanted to give like kind of like a. Fairly, I mean, it's based off of a book from like 50 years ago, but so there's not really, I guess, it's a great book. Spoiler. Yeah, I never had it, I never read a whole lot of his books. Serious. I've read like, yeah, I've read some of his like um, postulates and stuff, but not like iRobot or anything like that. Um, you want to talk about who, who you're talking about? Oh, Isaac, for those who uh, don't know, <laughs> Isaac uh, Asimov, Isaac, uh, Isaac Asimov. Why do you say Asimov? I don't know. It's a, it's a weird pronunciation. For are, you, me. are you sure it's not beat beat me off? <laughs> uh, that's foul. I, I don't mean, think I'd want that from you. Unless I'm saying it wrong, but I've always said it. Isaac Asimov. I, I could be wrong though. It's totally. It's entirely I have no possible. idea. Cause I mean, I he is American, so I mean, but he I guess he was born in Europe, but he became an American citizen. But hmm. um, <clears throat> I know how a lot of people feel about uh, David S. Goyer. He's like the series showrunner. Um, he's got. He's said some com- controversial stuff in the past, but I mean, he's written and directed and series developed this series. Um, I enjoyed this quite a bit. I mean, it is um, super science fiction, but I mean, I guess the hard science they kind of like um, dramatize. Uh, they add like. Um, a bit of intensity to it. So basically, it's like Star Trek, right? You know, when, like, there's going to be a war core, you know, the ship's probably going to blow up. They don't sit there and shoot out, like, math equations at you. I mean, um, Foundation kind of does, but they do it visually. They show you what the problem looks like through math, but it's all, like, particle effects. And then the solution they show is, like, a 3D model of, like, you know, people, worlds, ships, and stuff like that, and what could happen. So it's like, you know, they don't, like, bust out, like, super complicated stuff. They don't, like, sit there and pull out a whiteboard and start, like, computing and stuff. But they do talk about it a lot. Um, They intensify, like I said, the the math about, like, hey, okay, there's a door that locked behind us. There's people that are trying to get in, trying to kill us. So we need to quickly solve like how to jump through space time 
without like scattering our atoms everywhere before they break in and kill us kind of thing. So it adds a level of like, um, you know, thrill and intense to it. And then there's bodies everywhere and they're like, oh, well, we need to solve this mystery as well. So, I mean, it works out. There's, you know, it's, um, it's a very intense kind of show. Um, I get it's kind of easy to get lost, but what I liked about it is there's kind of three there's three storylines. One's very political, one's more philosophical, and then there's like this like action um, adventure type storyline. But they all kind of they're all related to each other. They all are connected, and you know it's just interesting to see how things kind of unfold. Uh, I know that they start with the prequel book. And kind of go into the original series, and it looks like they're setting up for like the next major what they call crisis. So, um, if you're interested in, interested in sci-fi, and you like like you know political kind of thriller and stuff, and action adventures, this is a pretty good uh, show to watch. It's on Apple TV. I do recommend this. This is actually really enjoyable. Um, you can get kind of lost but if you're a science fiction fan you're you're going to keep up it's not going to be that difficult so, yeah the right. places where it, it could go in the future like in the books there's like this certain humans because obviously they in the series humans have left earth for you know whatever reason and they populated you know a vast portion of the galaxy and certain people have evolved where they are on their planets like there's this one species of humans who were human. Well, they still are technically sort of human, but they basically they're how do I put it? Not transgender. Evolved. They're evolved. well, they're evolved, but they don't have any genitalia, and they're like they're basically oh, asexual, I... but they yeah. can use like telekinesis and shit. So it's like it's really kind of crazy. So yeah, it gets it gets really interesting in that in that book series when they go from like technology into like human evolution, and you know this this other race. They only they basically all live alone by themselves, and like even when they have kids, they'll have kids, but then like after like a certain time frame, they just kick them out, and they like they like to have I think it's like fifty acres of land or more just to themselves, hmm. and then yeah, they just kind of do their own thing. And it's just it's it's really an, an interesting take on because you know humans in general they're so used to being social, and so they kind of go into that aspect of like what it's like to be alone for these for these people, and they're like for them it's normal. So well, like uh, if you. I- if you participated in No Nut November, we all know that you know if you don't bust no nuts, you are gonna get some psychic ability. So that's, that could explain why. No, they if have you don't the, bust the no, they don't. You don't bust no nuts, <laughs> you might die. Just well, no, they they can't bust, so they they their minds rise to a higher power. Um, so I I want to quickly touch on what Cronus was talking about. So they do show like evolved humans, but they don't like they don't like focus on them. There's no you just see them. They're just kind of around the biggest thing what the show kind of focuses on is like religion versus the monarchy sort of and then like science versus kind of religion um the way that the guy um harry he's like the focal point the way he does his psycho psycho history he focuses basically just on um, population models but like where the monarchy is ruling, they face, like, different religions from different planets. Like, there's one planet, it's basically like a giant water world where they live in, like, Ewok huts. And, like, they they reject technology. So if you start studying math or any kind of science, you basically are ostracized or killed. 
And, like, it's weird because, like, the main, one of the main characters, she ends up studying in secret, studying math and whatnot. She ends up winning a scholarship, and they actually, they have to come to her plan to come pick her up. When they find out what she's been doing, like, they can't kill her because the rest of the galaxy knows that she won from this planet. So everyone's, like, weirded out because they know that her planet rejected technology. And then there's another planet. It's like a desert planet. They have this religion that's based on, like, this trinity of women. So it's very interesting to see them, the monarchy kind of face these two different religions so far. And then, like, the foundation, which is basically like an archive of history. But it's more complicated than that. That's the best way I can simplify it. It's it's definitely interesting watching. They have interesting weapons and stuff. They still use bow and arrows, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Um, it was it was definitely a I want to say like a very fascinating show. It's, it gives you makes you think a little bit about certain things, especially like political theater, like what people were willing to do just to keep power, what people are willing to do to save face, like things like that. It's a it's actually pretty interesting, and I love the performances. You know, a lot of the actors I don't really know except for like Ronan the Accuser. Because <laughs> he looks like Ronan the Accuser, except he's not blue. So, but Foundation was a nice little site, a nice new science fiction for me because I never read the series. I guess I don't know about the super main character, the Warden. I guess he's a man in the books. But honestly, watching the show doesn't seem like it matters unless I'm missing some kind of plot point. But it worked out for me. The the chick that plays the Warden, she's actually pretty tough. She looks like Grace Jones. Well, it was great. <clears throat> the main character, like later on in the books, there's like a f- father almost daughter relationship. So I, I guess I'll have to change it to just, uh, you know, mother daughter relationship if they use the same time or the same story. So, yeah. so I think it might have been because she has like foster parents who she believes are her parents. So she has a father daughter relationship, which is very strong and very much part of her character. And then there's some like mother daughter stuff that's new and that comes into play later on, but it's actually pretty interesting. And there's like this weird telekinesis, but it, I, I don't think it's told like it is in the book. I'm not quite sure, but it's like super interesting. It's like, it feels like they're using force powers a little bit. It's, 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 it's been pretty cool. It's sort of like that. Yeah. Yeah. It feels kind of like that, but it's I, what I want to get across is that it doesn't bonk you over the head with crazy like science. There's action, there's, you know, there it does do a lot more political stuff, but it's not like extra, extra complicated. And there's a lot of backstabbing, there's adventures, intrigue, you know, a lot of moral complicated stuff. I mean, I, I think it's a very, um, I'm recommending this, you know, for anyone that's into like basically really good storytelling. There you go. So that's my, that's my review on the foundation on Apple TV. All right. Uh, real quick shout out to, uh, to Patrick who I got to see, um, a couple days ago. It was pretty cool. Cause he, he flew in from Chicago. We got to actually have a couple beers together. Um, and he gave me a beer nice. and it's called <laughs> Rye Way to Heaven. It's a rye ale and it's aged in rye barrels. Um, it's Jesus Christ and bourbon barrels. I'm sorry. It's a rye ale aged in rye bourbon barrels. God damn. And he said, he knows he likes, I like strong beers and this motherfucker is 15.8%. And it's by uh, Re- Revolution Brewery, Brewing. Yeah, that uh, that 
That reminds me of the when we did that the SF Beer Week at uh, Magnolias, and we had those we had the beers that was paired with the, the alcohol that it was soaked in the barrels with. Yeah, it's kind of a similar situation. Those beers are hot. That beer and those drinks were strong, but it's so crazy because like that was almost a literally like four years ago. I think it was when we did that four or five years ago. Yeah, I'm gonna miss SF Beer Week again this this year because you know Omicron. Um, are they even doing it? Yeah, 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 they are. And I might, I might go to the to the bistro for the younger you know, if they release it there. Um, <laughs> Can't miss the younger. Nah, I'm not gonna miss it because. <laughs> They're doing like the, they're bottling it again, but you can't order it on order it online. I'm like, come on, man! Like, yeah. So I'll just go to the bistro and, and have it. I, I don't have a problem uh, drinking it there because it's it's close and I can and it's outside where I can drink. So this yeah. should be oh, fun. This they, is actually it's kind of cool because they usually quick. yeah they usually block off the street too. So like because uh, downtown Hayward like it's pretty small and like there's like there's so many it's bars. not a main street. Yeah, yeah, there is. Like oh god, when I turn forty. I wanted to bar hop because, like, where I live, I'm like a good w- one mile walk down to downtown. And there's a bar like right around the corner for me that we we're gonna. I wanted to hit up first, and then we go downtown. And it's like there's probably like a good maybe eight or nine bars down there. And I've been to probably about four of them. Well, there's bars, and we have the brewery, we have a uh, Buffalo Bill Brewery, but then there's also a, a distillery that's over there too now. Yeah, uh, is it still open? They make really good drinks. I don't know. I've, I don't even know if Buffalo Bills but every time I drive by there, it never seems like they're open. I think Buffalo Bills still, still is, but I don't know. I don't know about the, the distillery because the distillery was new and, and then COVID hit. So yeah, I mean, unless and they were was, really savvy about like you know selling their you know spirits online, they were probably fucked. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking them up, but like um, I've actually had a couple of drinks from there too because like we went to have dinner at Buffalo Bills and like oh yeah, I got some free tasting. Yes. <laughs> He had me at free. And I, it was pretty good. Um, you know, they made like, I think they made some rye. They ha- I tried a different, uh, some vodka that they were making there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it was it was cool. They have, they actually gave us a coupon too at for Buffalo Bills, which is free on top of free. <laughs> it was cool. How oh, was the name of that place? Something in I know exactly where it is. Where you're talking about? Yeah, it's, it's like it's like Caddy Corner right to Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to walk by it if you're parking in a parking lot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. All right. Can we talk about uh? I mean, it's Black History Month, and you know this. This is obviously a black podcast. Wait, <laughs> so, it is. Like, I mean, it's it's a podcast full of black people. Sure. So, I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. There's that. Um. Black, black. So I think what I'm going to do for Black History Month, um. I'm going to give recommendations on books that I've read that have helped me sort of navigate through um, black history, like real black history and like figuring out like kind of how we got fucked over through the years. Cause it wasn't just, uh, <laughs> it wasn't just slavery. It wasn't just Jim Crow. It was like a lot of <clears throat> bullshit. So uh, there's a book I'd like to recommend that was recommended to me by prodigy a while back. I think I talked about it a couple times, but if you want to understand why there's ghettos in America and why, um, you know, African Americans have such an issue with having generational wealth, there is a book called The Color of Law, and it's specifically on uh, redlining in America and like how redlining was federally run and how um, they <coughs> fucked over African Americans to to not being able to to purchase property and even even going into like 
there's covenants in property, um, in what do you call them? Not in deeds that will say you cannot sell this to somebody that's black or a person of color. And some of those covenants are still in, um, I'm sorry, the title, I think it's titles or deeds, one of the two. They're still in the documents into your home, they're, depending on where you're yeah. So they're in they're in the deed of the home yeah. because you have to go to court to change the wording of the deeds. So. Yeah, and it's it's uh, pretty crazy that, that this this is still it's still in people's deeds that they don't they probably don't even know. But I like, should take mine out. Yeah, pretty much. I, I, I write through mine, but it wasn't in there. Thank goodness. But I'm, um, my, this actually no, this place is kind of old. I wouldn't be surprised if where I live right now was yep. redlined because I know it had um, it used to be government owned buildings. So. Um, for people. Hmm? I was gonna say because you're up in the hills, I figure that you know, a lot of times houses up up higher are for the people with with the money. <laughs> yeah, but most of these houses were they were rented out to people, so they were mm-hmm. I, they were owned by I think the state and they were rented out. So, yeah, yeah. Netflix also had a documentary about redlining that was pretty good, and I think what's so crazy about it is like they talked about San Francisco, which was. Yeah, you think like San Francisco is like a four a four thinking city or whatever, but no, nah, bro, <laughs> wasn't like that. Yeah, um, if you actually then, go and look up redlining, you can find maps um, of mm-hmm. redlining in uh, in the Bay Area, and it's it's astonishing because everywhere you see where it's redlined, that's exactly where ghettos are today, because they forced us to live there next to like industrial areas. Next to um, right up, right along freeways, they would build freeways right through our neighborhoods that are redlined. Um, if you look at, so when people, I remember the first time I heard the the, the term, uh, what was it? Was it climate racism or something like that? Mm. Some of that effect. Oh yeah, uh, probably use that word. I know what you're, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like like it's ridiculous. Like, what does climate change have to do with like racism? But like I can give you an example of the Bay Area. So in the Bay Area, there's two main freeways that go north and south. One is called the 580, and the other one's called the 880. Or sorry, is it 680? That's the other one, right? 680 and 880. 680 and 580. Yeah, like no 680. What was the one? Like, it's 880 no, five, and 580. 880 and 580. 880 and 580. Yeah, they'll never cross. Yeah, so 880 and 580 they're pretty much parallel going north in the Bay Area. Um, on the 880 side. There's um, through a certain stretch, it's pretty much mostly you know low income housing. They're like they're ghettos. Just to be, I'm not going to mince terms. Y'all know what ghettos are. Um, it's not a it's not a nice part of town. Um, that was all redlined. And on the other side is the 580, and it's more affluent on that side. And if you if you go on 580 right now, if anybody's in the Bay Area, drive on 580 north and south, and then tell me if you ever see a big rig on 580. You probably won't. And then if you go on 880 through the same stretch, because they're because they're basically parallel, you'll this is where all the big rigs go through. And the reason why is because the affluent side they made it, um, they wrote a law saying that you can't have big rigs going through this area because it's affluent, and because they knew that you know all these diesel gases and all these other things and brake dust and all these other things would affect people's health. And so if you look at like where where where's a higher rate of asthmatics, in uh. In the Bay Area, it's right along that corridor through the 880 because that's where all the trucks go through. Because it's literally illegal for them to go on the other side. And so when you talk about like you know climate racism, that that's what they're talking about. It's just the the term probably puts a lot of people off. It's just like it doesn't sound right, but this is literally it's by law where they had to like put these harmful chemicals through a certain 
neighborhood that they knew were poor and brown people. So they talk about shit like that in the, in the book. So it's pretty eye opening. So that's my book recommendation. Hmm. I, I would say another, another good thing to watch, check out is, uh, I can't remember. I gotta look it up. There, there was a documentary I saw on YouTube that talked about, um, about central park in New York, how, you know, people used to live there, like, like actual people were living there. They were thriving, but uh, the city was like, you know what? We need some greenery for this park, and they basically push all these people out. And like, I think even if you if you go back and like, they, they were saying like people that were living there were like squatters and like they were like below income, like they're homeless people. But like when they go back and like do research of that area, actually like this is this is what's so crazy too. Like if they they excavate that area. They find out the people there were there were they were doing well off for themselves. Like they had like you know, running water and like it's it's just it's just crazy to think that like they had they ethics oh, I can't speak, speak now. They <laughs> basically went through and like digged up the dirt and stuff like that and found like the history of this town that used to be there and like all these all these lies that were said about this town turned out to be false. Like these people were were well off. And they were more middle class than they were lower class, which is which is crazy. Let me see if I can find that documentary real quick, and I'll pick it up. I, I mentioned it before on the podcast. Yeah, I could pull up actually the red line map of oh, this is San Francisco. Hold on, I'm trying to pull up the one for the for Oakland, and it, it'll show exactly what I said in pictures on why this is like really, really fucked up. Let me see if I can. How do I do this again? I always kind of forget. I think I got to share something, right? <laughs> Share a tab. Hmm. Here we go. So if you look at this picture, this is the city of Oakland, Alameda, Piedmont, San Leandro. So this is what I'm talking about. Right here, this this right here is 880, where it goes along. Up here is where 580 eventually will go through. <clears throat> I can't see your mouse. Oh, that's right. My, my, my mouse is... Uh, well, if you see the red areas, the red areas is where, if you see like the corridor through the red areas, that's where 880 is. And if you look at the green part, and you, obviously you can see like the red part is... That's where it's red line. That's where people were, people of color were forced to live in these areas. And these are all industrial areas. These are all where, you know, there's chemical plants, shit like that. It's not a nice area to live. And it was also... They had different housing codes to live there. There are much less of a housing code that people had on that were in non red line districts. If you look at like the yellow, blue, and green areas, especially the green areas, these were affluent neighborhoods um, that were over there. Um, and so this is what we're talking about. Like this is federally mandated that uh, you literally couldn't get a loan to buy a house in areas that were yellow, blue, and green. If you're a person of color, you had to buy it only in the red areas. And if you look at where um, the highest crime rates are right now and property, um, how much property costs and, you know, always like where there's food deserts. It pretty much follows these red areas today, still to this day. So I'll stop sharing. Now. So that, uh, that YouTube video I watched, is called the lost neighborhood under New York city park. And it was, it's posted by uh, Vox uh, YouTube channel. Thank you very much. It's, it's, it's a short, it's probably like 10 minutes long. So, it's a quick little history lesson of Central Park, which I always thought, I thought was super interesting. I can't remember the name of the city that was there, but the the little town was like super diverse too. Yeah. 
I'm getting into some serious shit. <laughs> All right. Now we can go to something fun. Y'all talk about something fun, please. <laughs> ah, yeah. I know what. You know what? I'm going I'm to take to it. I'm going to talk about something fun. I hope are you guys all, are, are you guys caught up on Attack on Titans? Oh, no. yes, I am. I'm behind the. I didn't watch the current episode. So. Man. I'll man. I got to go grab it. Yeah. Yep. I'll be back. So I always. Like, I've always liked to slip on my anime watching game and then, like, I like to, like, binge watch and just get caught up in. In the chat, I'll talk about how. Sorry, so this is gonna be spoiler if you haven't seen. It. I think it's like maybe three episodes ago, but uh, but your boy Levi's uh, motherfucking goat. Like this fool is taking out hordes of freaking titans. And first, ep- the episode I was watching, like um, a bunch of his colleagues. So if you if you're not all caught up, um, with what what's going on is that the the monkey titan. I can't think of his name. Um. But if he if he can take his spinal fluid and if somebody ingests it like through their mouth or whatever, he has the ability to turn that that person into Titan. So the I can't remember the neighboring island basically poisoned all these people by mixing his spinal fluid into wine and like all these all these soldiers drank it and stuff like that. And they have the the what's the guy's name? His name is uh Kina Kina. Something like that, uh, but yeah, he, they have him captured. He's a prisoner. Levi, the warden, keeping track of everybody, and then like, you know, the guy tries to escape, and by by trying to escape, he turns everybody who's drank the wine into titans. And Levi was the only one I didn't drink, so he's just surrounded by his friends who are now turned into titans, or his colleagues that have now been turned into titans. And uh, the girl of titans, th- he thinks he's good, but <laughs> yeah, he good. he's like, yeah. He, He's like paddling away, and fucking Levi comes out of the goddamn woodworks, and and uh, this guy, this, this guy, this, this the monkey titan's got to be like a good, I don't know, probably like thirty thousand feet. He's fucking huge, and this Levi's just dodging like him throwing stones and rocks and being a fucking badass. He's got this guy scared. He's this guy's a fucking giant monster. He's scared of Levi, who's probably like one of the shortest birds on the team, but he's like the most badass person so he fucking ripped dude out of the fucking monkey the the monkey titans and like basically sliced off his legs it's like you know what he he basically could kente this guy except he took he took him down from the knees <laughs> but uh yeah so homeboy passes out and levi rigs a bomb on him and but you know sadly levi Levi dies, dude. I was, I was like, wait, what? I, I don't, I don't know if Levi's dead. Yeah, I don't think I don't, so I don't think he's like, dead. He can't go out like that. I think he's gonna YOLO. <laughs> yeah, after getting might. repaired. So yeah, because they didn't show. I mean, I think that uh, what's her name, Hangy. I think Hangy knew that he was alive and then took him down the river. So yeah, I think he's gonna recuperate and probably save everyone. Yeah, he's gonna be like. Fucking the the Calvary at the end of the end of the story, but yeah, like man, that guy's just fucking badass. Like he's there's so many scenes of him just being badass. Like my favorite one is when he's like when he's fighting kind of against his mentor in the city, and like he's like basically like inches from the ground, just just swinging through the city or whatever not to catch up with a dude, and then he finally catches up with him. Like that whole that whole scene was just bad. I think that was like the start of season three, uh, where they're inside of the town because there's. Because they are, oh, I can't remember. So they're 
like I want to say fleet of the army uses like swords or like the the raider blades where other where other teams uses guns and so this these teams use a gun and so that's he was like flying around the city to catch up with you guys because they were kind of out there breaking the law breaking the law breaking the law but uh <laughs> yeah <know>. man this <laughs> this this last episode like holy shit we got basically the the neighboring town took a page out of uh out of our the, the main town from the story took a page from their book and secretly invaded their area and they basically are flying over in in uh air balloons dropping fucking shooting just murdering motherfuckers from the sky and then like one of the titans the i can't remember the razor jaw titan i think it's it was his name he's secretly hiding somewhere and he busts out the floor trying to eat uh elric uh because he's got the founder titan inside of him elric as Tom. well as a titan. who yeah, Elric. Is Elric? What's the main guy's name again? You, see, you made me forget because you said his name so wrong. Jesus Christ, Elric. <laughs> Isn't it Elric? No. Now you're, you're messing me up. Now I gotta look it up because <laughs> I knew who it was until you said the name. Then it fucked me up. It's you're not also Elric. talking about Attack on Titan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What character are you trying to get to? The main guy. Aaron? Aaron, there we go. Jesus Christ. Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Aaron! <laughs> but uh yeah, he's he's just out there fucking fucking pulls up and then we get uh um that one armor titan shows not the armor titan, the the this fast titan shows up and like they're fucking the titan and like yeah. yeah. But uh God dude fucking I had to literally pause this fucking episode because I was so goddamn shocked at what the fuck happened, but uh Oh, yeah. oh, well, all ninjas here. Aaron. Yeah. Don't, uh. What have you, have you seen? Wait, he hasn't caught up. Wait, have you seen this? Have you seen gonna what keep happened? Going, I'm going to, I'll be back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Give us, I'll, like, give a couple, a couple minutes. I'll give yeah. you a few more minutes. Yeah. Fine. Sorry, man. I, I'm going to use the restroom. It's all, all right. good. No, I'm probably going <laughs> to watch right. it tonight. So it's all, all good. Right. Keep all going. Right. Keep going. Yeah, man. You, get, you need to catch up because holy shit. So, 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 as I was saying, uh, yeah, Aaron's, like, reaching out to his brother. And, uh, <laughs> this takes you back to, like, season one where you're, like, Okay, this guy, this guy's the the main antagonist of a series. Like, you know, there's no possible way he's gonna get, he's gonna fucking die. Then <laughs> he gets eaten by a fucking titan. You're like, wait, what? I guess the girls though, the the girls, <laughs> yeah. the titan of the show. Like, what the fuck's going on? But then he busts out and he turns out to be a titan. But uh, yeah, uh, they they there's a little little girl who's a spy in the town and she uh, Gabby, <laughs> fuck Aaron the boy he took his head. Shut his head. Clean off. off. I was like, damn, when it happened, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was, I was too, not prepared. I was like, wait, his head was his head was spinning and it was like it was just his head and not his body. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like I guess this is how the show ends. <laughs> like how how's gonna come back from that? <laughs> like is he is he Wolverine or or fucking uh Deadpool where you can just regenerate <laughs> just his head or something? Never gonna give you up, never gonna let yeah. you down. <laughs> it's like Rick Rollins. Rick Rollin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking if that if that's what really fucking happened, but uh, yeah. In, to the last episode, did you watch the last episode? Yeah, where they're the in one like, where the father sins, and yeah, yeah, that was complicated to like that really shit. break down, but yeah, yeah. It's crazy because like apparently the Attack Titan has the ability to see into the future and interact with the past. Yeah, which I'm like, wait, what the what the fuck? And like, yeah, Aaron's like kind of fucking puppet master this whole entire fucking thing now. 
Yeah, I, I like that Aaron's kind of a villain at this point, like sort of, yeah, kind of a villain. It's like it's really interesting to see like his whole character arc of being like sort of a neutral good guy and to just like, well, I guess I'm just chaotic now. I don't know if he's chaotic and neutral, he- but he's just – it's crazy to like see him kind of orchestrating this whole thing, like kind of from the beginning. Like he knew what he, he mm-hmm. was sort of doing and it's just like – Wow, this is super interesting. Yeah, was, he also has like a cult too, which is like, where the hell did that come from? But he's he's taking over the island, and like all of his followers are are behind him and supporting him. And what's crazy is that his brother wanted to fucking euthanize everybody on the fucking island so they could have kids, so they can want to sterilize so they can put them. put it into the Titan, sterilize them. Yeah, sterilize them. Euthanize yeah, them. Yeah, sterilize them. Not kill them. Them. Yeah. kill them all. But th- what's what's the term they use in it for? Sterilize them. Uh, another word for I it. Forget. Like, oh, yeah, I forget. This, this season, yeah. this season's definitely been freaking crazy. Like, I don't know. It's probably the, my favorite season so far. It's just fucking sheer madness of what's going on. Because even like the first half of last season was kind of crazy with what they did, and like they're they're killing off characters who were like mainstream people on the team, but. It's kind of, it's it's cool to see characters grow too because like they started off as kids and now they're like full adults. Yeah, yeah, especially when like you know Aaron grew his hair out and then Mikasa like shortened her hair like crazy short. It's like interesting mm-hmm. to see like their uh, their whole like transformations as people. What do you, what do you think about how? Because he mentioned how her her clan basically like they're basically programmed to protect his family or protect like. Uh, I guess people who have the Titan powers, is the Ackermans. Yeah, I kind of doubt it because yeah. the uh, her dad, the uncle, whatever the other, the crazy guy, he he yeah. was just trying to fuck everything up. So I don't, I don't think that's totally. I think he just lied to her. So yeah, yeah. it probably was fuck with her head. But yeah, like how many episodes are left for this season? I have no idea. Is there? It's so crazy because there's only five seasons, but this has been this the show spanned over like ten years. And animation has changed a lot too. Like it's not, uh, not, that, not, not really. that it's changed, but like if you if you look at the beginning, like the first season versus now, but I guess the characters they get older too. So yeah, I don't th- the animation has like, still been pretty good. I still they every now and again they'll put in like a lot of animation effort into the way that the eyes look in in the show, and that still is a highlight to me of like watching them like put so much detail in people's eyes. It was like super amazing. Yeah. Like I, I really appreciate whoever had to animate, you know, those, those features and eyes. Cause nobody else is really doing anything like that. And it definitely is appreciated by me. So, yeah. And it's a great story. So it looks like season four is going to be, well, the second half of season four is 12 episodes. Okay. So we, we still got a, a way to go before they wrap up. Cause this is just actual series finale, right? Uh, yeah, this is, this should be it when the, when this, this season is done. Oh, that should be done for the series. Oh, that intro though. Yeah, they got a great, great intro. It's up there with uh, <laughs> with Death Note for me. Super metal. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah, holy shit. It's it's crazy because like I like like I skipped over it because it's like it probably the last two episodes they've been playing the the new intro and then like I saw that you posted up that uh, what is it like like top ten. Like heavy metal rock song, right? On, Prodigy posted on the that. Prodigy posted that, but I'm I'm not yeah. surprised because yeah, it's a great song. 
Yeah, shit goes fucking hard. Holy shit. I I, I went back to to listen to watch it. I was like, oh damn. It, it, this is one of the intros that you don't skip. Like there's a there's some anime out there you, you don't skip the intro. Like this the intro just gets you fucking going and it, it builds up to like what the fuck are you what do you expect on the show? But you yeah. know what's crazy? So when you when you're watching anime, so the Sweetness had asked me about this. And she's like, "Why do you have the volume muscle loud? Like, you're just reading the the subtitles, or whatever, right?" I'm like, "I don't know. Like, I, I if it's the volume down, I can't read. But it, it's volume up, I can read better. It's, it's like, kind of like it's freaking weird. It's like when you when you're trying to drive your car, you go out on the street, and you had to turn the volume down to read. But it's opposite yeah. for anime. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Dude, another another crazy thing. So, can you? Have you guys ever tried to play a game but have like like say you're in like you're watching a like playing a game in the living room and it's cold so you put a blanket on and you have your hands underneath the the covers can you play that way because I can't like I need to have the controller out in front of me so I can at least like I don't know so it's somewhat in my vision I'm not I'm not looking down at the controller but like I have to have it like out you guys I can I can play so, underneath the covers. <laughs> that's uh all right especially if i'm cold that's the name of this podcast i can play under the covers <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can play underneath the covers uh, i can i prefer to have my hands out even when they're cold so kmac will tell you um after she can tell when i'm playing video games because my hands get really cold when i'm playing games even if it's like mm. hot my hands will get cold um but yeah i can do it underneath but you know it's kind of annoying i just keep them out yeah <laughs> Yeah, I guess I I can play under, underneath the cover. It just yeah, it gets annoying. I just need to have it out. No, I got it's got to be out. I can't like it's it's like walking around with wet socks or some shit. Like it's just something I just no, can't fucking do. That's worse. <clears throat> but I mean, I prefer not to because if you're playing and get intense, if the blanket or whatnot can actually get in the groove and actually mess up your analogs, like you won't be able to have it. You won't be able to have full like rotation or whatnot so like i'll when that happens i'll pull out and uh, <laughs> play on top of the covers and then i'll play until my hands get cold again and then go back see this is playing under the covers it's uh it's like a safety measure if you get angry and want to go throw the controller because then the the, <laughs> the blanket just like stops it and it's like hi you weak bitch yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I still i never understood why people like be throwing their their like controllers or uh, like and stuff because I'm like these things are fucking expensive. If you gotta buy a new one, you're out like 60, 70 bucks. I've been had money. I got two controls. I could spare one or two or whatever. I mean I have <laughs> I have four I have four controllers, but I'm still like fuck. Somebody's gonna be a sacrifice, man. Dude, I, I played a few games where I was damn near about to throw that goddamn controller. Just, right. just fucking rage. <laughs> like what if you throw your controller into your TV? Then you buy another <laughs> oh, then you buy another TV. God dang. <laughs> well, that's like with, with the 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 old Switch. Was the Switch? No, the Wii U, where people oh, are the Wii. Yeah. Fucking throwing the controller into the goddamn TV. <laughs> oh yeah, that's because they didn't secure the strap right. And yeah. Well, some people be flying out broke. Oh yeah, sure too. And then some. Your little brother is going to get hit in the eye. Be like, bow, get knocked out. Yeah. The Wii controller. Yeah. Uh, I remember those videos were all over. That shit was funny. Well, the new version of that is with the the Oculus uh, 2 where people are playing VR and just smacking people in the head or diving into the TV because they don't know where the hell they are in in real space. Which is, that shit happens. If you you can get emerged in some VR and be like, you wouldn't know 
like it's it's crazy because like you take off your headset and you think you face it one way and you're like in a whole nother room or some shit <laughs> you know fuck <laughs> wander <That's> off all <laughs> bad do you speak of so there was something i saw recently that talked about a little bit of a uh, psychology type things and i want to i wanted to kind of do an experiment with you guys see if you guys have this feature or, or not feature so basically when yeah it's some people can do it some people can't and it's basically uh, it's kind of evolved around the imagination so the thing is saying that you know some people can't when when somebody's telling you a story some people will picture what's going on like they're they're like making a movie in their head and they're able to watch what your story is playing out as whereas other people can't so like for example like odin talked about how when he had the coronavirus how he was walking down the hallway and he fainted and hit his head like i pictured you walking down the hallway and like stumbling around and smacking your head and he fucking laughed. Guys, what an asshole. like when someone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm just kidding it's all bad do you guys do you guys do that? Do you picture like when somebody's telling you a story, or do you just listen? It depends on how descriptive it is. So there's like mm-hmm. so I'm reading a, a new a new book. Um, it's Awaken Online Happy, which is like one of my favorite series of all time. And there's certain scenes. Anytime I go to this place called the casino, I can literally visualize the casino and everything that's happening in the casino. And like there's other scenes too. Where if they explain it well enough, then yes, I can definitely see it in my head. I was just playing, yeah. but I also think that it's because I listen to a lot of I listen to a lot of books, so that might be another reason why. Mm. Yeah, it definitely depends on for me the author of the story. So if you're very descriptive, I will be. I'm a visual learner, so I'm gonna visualize what is being described to me. If something isn't very clear, I I'll end up going back and be like, did I miss a detail? I'm like I can't picture what this is about. Um, for instance. One of the good things about the High Republic series was that you have the comics and then you have the books. And then, like, there's also audiobooks because there's exclusive stories on audiobook. And then there's a manga that's also exclusive. And, like, they describe a certain, like, um, uh, like edifices that are, like... Um, each, I guess each run of the stories, they all are connected to certain things. And like, if it's described in a certain way, I'm going to picture it. But because of the comics, they have like a visual reference. So if I picture something and I really want to see what it looks like within that world, I can go to this reference and be like, oh, this is what this actually looks like. Like I might, might have, if it's described to me in a certain way, I may actually get the picture in my head the same way that it's written. Or... I'll like see it and it's completely different. I'm like, oh, I must have missed details or I, I imagine it in a different way. So see, I think with that, that's that's a little slightly different with with audiobooks because they're they do describe things. But like, for example, if I say like, oh yeah, my bachelor party, we were in a shop up in a strip club, and this hook, this hooker, this dancer, she was dancing for us, and a, a bag of cocaine fell out of her out of her stocking. Like, do you picture the whole strip club? Do you picture how the the stripper looks? Like the, you're taking basically minor details I and mean, making up your own story. Yes, in your because head. I was I mean, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was there when it happened. So to take your example, when you say stripper slash dancer, there's no frame of reference of what she is like except for the stockings. So she could have fishnet stockings. She could have clear, sheer. She could have pink hair. She could have been fair skin, olive skin. She also could she have been super coked up. 
She could have been super cooked up. She could have been super thick. All those details are not given to me. Yeah. So, based on your lack of description, for better, better or worse, I have to fill in the blanks with that and picture in what I would imagine the stripper would look like. Um, what could potentially help is if you talk about the establishment you went to, like if you went to uh, the Hustler Club or Cheetahs or Little Darlings or something, then I'll, I'll have a probably better, better description of what the dancer that works at those establishments may may look like. Oh, that's that's what the 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 experiment is. It's to see if you're able to create your own narrative, your own movie inside your head of what's going on with whatever little details that you receive. So since you're since you're able to like visualize who you think Sherpa look like, then that means that you're able to visually it basically means your imagination is still working. Where other people they'll just hear the story and just like, okay. Like what else happened? It's like mm. get part of your brain grow up and get lame. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need. To, yeah, I need to know. Did she have absolute territory or not? I do. I, I don't remember. I was so drunk. <laughs> that was a fucking crazy. We were at a strip. This is the first time it ever happened to me. Being at a strip club until the fucking sun came up. That's oh, what happened yeah. that night. I, that was insane. We, that was insane. Like we went in. It was that time. We came out as. It was noon. <laughs> it wasn't noon, but it was like we watched. The sun was definitely coming up, and we like we yeah. went up to like it's a three story. I think it was the Hustler, right? Wasn't it? Something I think it was like a Hustler too. I think. I was, yeah. Yeah, but you guys don't want to go up to the third floor. <laughs> we did went to the third floor, and it was fucking fun. It was like the third floor was like the the gay part of the club, but we went up there eventually. Well, that's what the, that's what they were saying, but it wasn't. It was they just wanted you to stay down on the first floor. Yeah, the, the third floor was was actually fun. So yeah. Yeah. Not that it wouldn't have been fun. I said that all fucking wrong. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and I, we, we've been to, I've been to get clubs before, and it's people. I think people have like a Wait. like an unrealistic unre- unrealistic expectation of like what to what to expect out of like a at a gay bar or club or whatever. If you're straight, and it's like it's not like that. You can just hang out like it's a normal place. Like just think about like a. Somebody that's gay going to like a place that isn't gay, and they just you can still have fun, you know. It's like <laughs> I think people just they get they get really weird about it. It's like you're not gonna so you're not is, gonna walk in and all of a sudden uh, a bunch of dudes are gonna if you're a guy a bunch of dudes are gonna start hitting <laughs> on you. If they do, guess what? That's a fucking compliment. But they're uh, probably not because <laughs> nobody does that anywhere. So <laughs> that's so I, funny. I thought it, I, was, I thought I thought it was one comic real quick. <laughs> One comic, he uh he was hanging out with one of her with one of his female friends. He's like, they're like, oh, we're gonna go check out this gay club, and he's like, oh, whatever, I'll go, I'll go. So he's like, hang, he's like walking around the gay club and stuff like that, and like, he's like, he like he had a line that he was gonna say if a if a gay guy was gonna hit on him, it's like, oh, you know, I'm straight, man, I you know, I'm flatter, blah blah blah. But nobody ever talked to him, and he was like walking around. He started getting sad, like, what? <laughs> am I up there? <laughs> he's like. He's like, I was in this, t- I was in this gay club this whole time. Nobody hit on me. I must be an ugly motherfucker, something like that. I, that should have you fucking rolling. <laughs> so oh shit! Funny. We must have seen the same comment because he. That's uh, exactly what I was going to bring up. And in fact, he said, like, the more drunk he got, he got more mad. Yeah. And nobody yeah. got to him. And then he said he left, and he's like, "Y'all motherfuckers don't know what y'all was missing out on. Y'all didn't even say nothing to me or whatever." I was like, "Holy shit!" It was hella funny. But uh, so kind of jump back to the club. Uh. I mean, just the logic doesn't make sense. Like, why would it be like, like, 
ass and titties on the first floor. And then the second floor had like more ass and titties. But upstairs, they had like dick and balls. Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. like that whole monarchy manar- doesn't work inside of a strip club that way. So the, the third floor had to be like a popular pot spot for us for them to not want us to go up there. Cause it was like a club on the third floor. <laughs> it wasn't like a strip club. It was like a club club. But they had food and shit. I remember there was food up there. Like not like wings or anything, but they actually had like like a smorgasbord board of food. Smorgasbord. So a smorgasbord of food for me is like a whole like picnic table three picnic table lengths of food. Like going mm. to Prodigy's house on Thanksgiving. That's that kind of food. Like enough food to feed fifty people, but there's only like eight people there. <laughs> All right, so that's about to ship us. And it's uh, science experiment. Okay, wait, are you? Did we already just take part of it? And did you just Miyagi us or what? Did I? I don't know. <laughs> All right, so what's going on now? Uh, we're, I think we're next. waiting for you to come out, come back next. Uh, so I say we run through a couple of quick things. Did y'all see the, I guess the final Halo trailer? Yeah, well, I watched the only one that I've seen so far. Dropped a, a day or so ago. It actually it looked pretty good. Um, to be honest with you, honestly, it looks like the show is putting in more an emphasis on actually telling a goddamn story than the video games. Well, there's a lot of get no picture. no just stop it, <laughs> fuck out of here. The, the storylines uh, in Halo are garbage. They always always have been garbage. Huh. But uh, did the the trailer you saw did it have a release date? Because that that should be the final trailer. Oh, that was like March or something like that. Yeah, right? yeah. March twenty fourth or something. Okay, yeah. Then that yeah, that's the one that came out. I think Monday this past week. Like, so I try I try really look up, I try look up the trailer, but only thing that comes up is Beyonce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just type in Halo and Paramount. <laughs> Paramount. You'll probably see something different. Yeah, uh, this definitely looks interesting to me. I mean, the elites look exactly like they do in like the game or whatnot. They're bigger than Master Chief as they should be. Um, the weapons are like exactly in the game. Um, Halsey looks a little younger than she should be but that's whatever uh, i know people are complaining about cortana but i'm like cortana looks like she does in halo infinite the only difference is she's not all blue she's like flesh cut she's fully colored like you can see her face has skin color her uh uniform is like colorful i'm like well that's really not that big of a deal at least not to me um uh, also, the act, voice actress Jen Taylor, I believe that's her name, she is voicing Cortana. So the actress who's played Cortana for like decades now is back to be in this TV show. So should be interesting. The tech, the uh, I guess technically forerunner tech, it looks exactly like in the games and whatnot. Um, Master Chief usually doesn't talk a whole lot, but he's probably spoken more in this trailer than he has in probably three games. <laughs> uh it looks good i'm excited i'm I'm hoping it's it's gonna be gonna be good i'm curious to see where they're gonna start are they gonna start with reach are they gonna start with halo combat evolved or they're already fighting the covenant so we'll see i'm pretty sure they're gonna do flashbacks to reach or something if they don't start with reach but we'll see 
Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the. I just watched the trailer. And, like, visually, it looks amazing. Like this is up there with like, like the Star Wars franchise on like Disney Plus and shit like that. Like it's it's visually nice. But the Paramount Plus does have really good series. Like Picard is really good. And um, what what's what's um Discovery Discovery on? Yeah, yeah Discovery. Yeah. And then, uh, well, Discovery's on there. What is, uh, well, as far as live action, there, uh, there's a, I haven't seen a trailer, but they announced the release date for the, another Star Trek um, show, which is Star Trek Strange New Worlds, where it follows Captain Pike, where he has Spock and his number one and their crew. So it's his mission before Kirk takes over. So it should be. I it's. I guess it's supposed to be their five year mission. I know. I don't know if it's going to take place after they met up with Discovery or before, but we'll see when it drops. Should be interesting to see. Um, there's a poster for it online. It looks pretty cool. It's the uh, version of the Enterprise from the Discovery uh, season two and three. So uh, I'm interested in seeing it. I like the actor that plays Pike. He's pretty good. Um, I'm hoping the stories are are good, not just like weird stuff, but or just like super meta kind of stuff. I'm hoping they kind of keep it grounded and stick with the uh, kind of the 1960s um, formula, but keep it more, I guess, 2020 acting and stuff. That intensity and some pretty cool space battles. So we'll see. I'm excited. I think it comes out in April or something this year. Um, hold on, let's see what this is. Speaking of Picard, did y'all see this Picard season two trailer? No, I didn't. I didn't know that was out yet. Oh man! Because Pic- yesterday, uh, I think it dropped on like Thursday or something. It's been out. There's like a new. There's been a couple trailers, but there's the latest one was in the last like four days. <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's been no. There's been trailers like a month or so ago, but there's like the the new trailer features Guinan. Where Picard oh. meets back up with Glennon, and uh, I guess the, he's is going this the to Whoopi her. Goldberg. Yeah, it's Whoopi. They brought her back, so Whoopi's like literally in a bar, like she was on uh, the Enterprise D, and Picard meets her in her bar, basically probably to talk about Q because Q is back. Uh, they go back in time, so they go to twenty. I think they go to twenty nineteen or something like that, or no, I'm sorry, they go to twenty twenty four. They go to 2024, where there's something going on. Um, Picard needs to fix history because Q fucked everything up. Um, they show like some brief, uh, brief scenes with Seven and Nine without her implants and stuff. So I'm excited. It comes out I think seven, the end of this seven, month. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for season uh, season two Picard. Trailer looks dope. It's out in like I think three or four weeks gonna be good what's the what's the rating i'm not the rating but like the the what is it called the tv rating for the show is it, is it ma so, or i'm pretty sure it's ma because they swear they swear a lot more a lot like literally some chick in season one literally calls picard to his face like a, a fucker like a motherfucker like all kinds of shit and he just gets up he's like well whatever bitch <laughs> um <laughs> Did they show titties? Like, I mean, they show a little bit of semi-nudity, but nothing major. Because there's, there's a scene in the trailer where it's like two people are fucking. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like I said, in the in the first season, there's like some 
kind of provocative stuff, but there's no actual sex. Um, but there is a lot of cussing. There's a little bit of... Uh, because they deal with the Borg, there's a little bit of gore. You see people's insides yeah. and stuff, so... I mean, it's. It, I I would say it's TVMA for sure. Yeah. Especially the amount kinda, of swearing they do. <laughs> I wonder for kind of jump back to Halo because I know with Picard and Discovery, like they dropped the first two episodes for free online. I wonder if they'll do the same mm. with Halo, like have the uh, first two episodes be free. Who get knows? You, get that I hope so. Sprinkled on you, get you hooked. <laughs> I mean, I would hope so. That'd be nice. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, if it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, I'll be but, watching. I think one of the problems with Discovery was that I think they dropped the first episode, and the first episode was like kind of weak, but the second one was like really good. Actually, no, I think they did drop both of them because I did watch two of them. So they dropped the both. Season. They dropped one, the first episode on CBS, so it's on network network TV, and then the second episode, the same night, was on um, the YouTube, right? No, CBS All Access mm. at the time. So it's like they broke it up when they should have just released a two-hour episode and then moved everything to cbs all access so they kind of messed it up because it when you watch part two it feels like a two-part episode it's like Mm -hmm. it concludes what the first episode started and then like basically jump starts this new this new storyline so i was like they i feel like they kind of fucked it up but it should have been, you know, it should have been a two two hour episode, two hour premiere on CBS, and then it should have been like, oh, watch the rest of this on CBS All Access. I, I think more people would have been more on board. It is it is rated it. MA. Yeah, <laughs> it would be. Well, it, in the U.S. it's rated MA, but in Australia it's rated MA fifteen. <laughs> well, they're Australian. The can watch this. Sure. And Norway, it's, it's rated 12, which hopefully it's not for ages 12. No idea. I have no idea what they're... Actually, I don't know what the ratings and those ratings in those countries mean. So I would assume it means what you're saying, but you never know. I'm going to look this up. This is interesting. Look what up. You're, you're trying to look, look up ratings in different countries? Yeah, just to see uh, what what a 12 mean. Media authority... Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, means, yeah, it means it allows for anyone twelve or older to watch this. Children, okay, uh, children down to nine can watch in the movie theaters if accompanied by adults. Wow, that's interesting. Sure, I mean, I yeah, it's interesting how because it's MA for here in the U.S., which means that you got to be mm-hmm. like eighteen and over to watch it allegedly. Uh, yeah, in, uh, in Norway they like pretty much you twelve, you good, bro. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of cursing and stuff. Okay, here we go. So, Strange New Worlds is supposed to debut in May, May 5th. So, I'll be mm. watching it. This will be a, another um, Paramount Plus show. They have a new Uhura, which I'm just like, uh, okay, I guess. But, I mean, they have a new Spock. He's in Discovery. So, mm, that's true. Yeah. We'll see. But, and then they announced a new show. So, Star Trek's uh, Starfleet. Uh, I guess Ensign, or no, uh, is she Lieutenant? Lieutenant Thickens will be probably spearheading this, <laughs> which is which is fine, you know, but I want to see what this is about. If this is what I think it is, there's also supposed to be a Section 31 Star Trek show, so there's going to be a lot of Star Trek, just like there's going to be a lot of Star Wars coming up in the next few years. Oh, you're breaking up. 
I'm I'm all hmm. for it. Yeah, my computer did some stuff. I, so I posted I can't it. Get out of it posted in chat that no way you'd be like fuck them kids. <laughs> we're Damn. talking. About, oh, he walked away. We we're talking about like uh, parental uh, ratings in different countries, and Picard is rated TVMA <laughs> here in the U.S., but in Norway it's rated 12, which means 12 year olds could watch it. <laughs> What was I mean? Why is yeah. why was Picard TVMA? Uh, they there's swear. nudity. They, there's uh, violence. There's a little bit of nudity. Yeah. There's, there's nudity. A, I guess there's a little bit of nudity, not major. Oh, uh, there is gore because there's the the board. They show the inside and they swear a lot. So yeah, fuck <laughs> Most of the, it's funny because like most of the aliens, they don't really swear. I mean, they kind of do in their own language, but it's like one word. But then when you go to Starfleet. They're like swearing up left and right. Like they kept saying "fuck" and "fuck you" and "get the fuck out." I'm like, holy shit! Damn, I didn't know that. It's, like, it's a peanut butter graham cracker a... porter. Oh, nice. It's kind of weak though, because cool. you know it's like five point six. It's, it's if you I'm looking on IMDb for like parental guides for for uh, Picard, and on here it says like for uh, profanity. It's it's it says what words they use in here. Like it's no shit. <laughs> Yeah, it says like you know they say shit, fuck, fucking. I don't want mm-hmm. to say too much. I want to get demonetized, but it even has Spanish in here. It's okay. So once, have, we're, once we're past the first thirty seconds, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> they have uh, Spanish words in here too, which is which is funny. Uh, there's drinking, there's alcohol, uh, there's smoking, fighting. Yeah. Wow, this is I don't know. This is this is fascinating to me. Right now. It's a great. Yeah. Show. So in the U.S., showing smoking on screen is kind of a no-no. Not a no-no, but it's frowned upon. So it it'll add like a level of um, rating jump, or not rating jump, but a, a advisory jump. It's because here in America, the American laws when it comes to like drug use and stuff like that is so fucking stupid. Like we people here, they don't seem to understand. All of us grew up in a generation, except for old Ninja. I'm sorry because he's old as fuck, but. Um, <laughs> growing up in the dare generation, like no kid knew anything about drugs until dare that were my age. I didn't know a <laughs> goddamn thing about drugs until dare. Like I knew my mom smoked cigarettes. I knew that she, that she had her special drinks at, you know, at night or whatever. I had no idea that there were drugs. I definitely knew. I definitely didn't know about crack or fucking cannabis or all those other things. So it was like very educational on like teaching me what drugs were not to not use them. Like, cause I was like, <laughs> I had no idea what they were. And it was just, it was, it was a dumbass campaign. I think that children would, would be better off knowing, um, that I guess drugs exist, but don't put them in like some bad way and definitely don't do it so fucking early in life. Like I was in like first grade and they were like, yeah, dare, you know, take a promise to never use drugs. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like every, and as I'm growing up, everybody uses fucking drugs. All of us do. On some level, like if you take caffeine, that's a drug, you know, if you smoke, that's drugs, alcohol, that's a drug, all those other things are drugs. Very, very few people uh, that live in any sort of society on this planet use zero drugs. Drugs have been part of human society since like it's first been around. And for us to demonize it is very weird. Don't get me wrong. There's like a, there's a a sort of blurry line. Like what's too much? Like when it starts to affect your, like your social life and like your work life. Yeah, that's the thing. But just don't say never use these drugs when everybody uses those drugs. It's fucking mm. dumb. Shit, sugar, sugar's a goddamn drug. 
In my opinion, mm. it try, is, yeah. try try to stop eating fucking candy. You <laughs> right. or eating stuff with like sugar in it. Uh, yeah, all sugar. it's almost impossible. Yeah, I mean, you could I, obviously I did it and came back did it for a little while, but um, once you start, if you stop intaking sugar, like you get fucking straight up withdrawals. Like they're straight up withdrawals. Yeah, like I cut out like soda. I haven't had. I've had a soda here and there, but like even like when I drink a soda, I'm like, damn, this is so fucking sweet. Like I just stick to like mineral waters and fucking these non-sweetener carbonated waters. Yeah, drink just tea, a tea. But then again, bourbon's got hella sugar in it. Oh, I see. Old Ninja, <laughs> old Ninja keeps keeps that thing on him. Got to keep that, yeah. keep that, keep that tea on him. Yeah, I keep the tea on me. You know, no one someone wants to bust out with the N word in a liquor store <laughs> randomly, uh-huh. you know, slap him upside the head. <laughs> oh, actually, I got me some. Speaking of bourbon, I got me a Knob Creek Maple Bourbon. Oh, you're fancy. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little on the sweet side. It has a sweet aftertaste, but still got that that burn to it. It's nice. Pick up. Burns part All of right. my soul. Uh, <laughs> so we talked about those two trailers. Oh, uh, some big news in gaming. Which everyone's kind of oh, yeah. talking about. Uh, so Sony plans to purchase uh, the gaming studio Bungie for three point six billion. I know a lot of people were, yeah, a lot of people were kind of saying that this is some kind of answer to uh, Microsoft. I'm like, well, this is just <laughs> one studio, so yeah. that's had one IP, one new IP in like almost a decade. I mean, it's like, a pretty large IP, though, let's be honest. True, but, I mean, <clears throat> it's one that's been super controversial with their weird, like, DLCs and content that they constantly make people pay for that people feel like it should be free because their content's really small. Um, I mean, there's a new content coming the end of this month, the Witch Queen. So the big controversy with this is that if you paid for previous content, all that shit's about to get erased, like weapons and armor that you're able to acquire that you had to acquire while playing through this old content will be gone. What? So, so people are going to be like, what? "How do I get?" What are you talking about? Uh, Destiny. Sorry, Destiny Two. Why would it erase BC? everything on Destiny when they just bought it? Like, wh- what? So, the Witch Queen, which will be an update at the end of the month. There's two other DLCs that are about to be erased, which is Destiny's Forsaken DLC, which was like, oh, it okay. opened up it opened up other areas, like uh, mainly the Tangled Shore and then uh, the Dreaming City. So when this new update comes in, those places... Yeah, but oh, hold on. Oh, then just stop for a second. This has nothing to do with the acquisition of Sony. No, it doesn't. Okay, I just want just... to make a hard line there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nothing no, to do with the acquisition of Sony. But this was just about the content of the game, the, like the, yeah. the controversy that people were talking about, you know, basically losing access to stuff that they basically paid for. That's basically the argument. I went off on a more detailed tangent. But I mean, still, it's not like Bungie's like a slouching studio. I mean, it's a great it's a good studio. I think I like I like the stuff that they have. I have Destiny 2 and I have some of their old. I mean, I have Halo, the Halos that Bungie made. There's a bunch but, of Halos. Yeah, I mean, there's some by 343, and then there's Halo Wars. Uh, actually, I have no idea who made Halo Wars, but... I mean, 
Halo Wars, that's the one that's like the top down, like RTS. It's right? like an RTS, yeah. yeah. So, and there's two of them. The, uh, sorry. Uh, Bungie, <laughs> they made the first Halo, second Halo. They made Halo, you know, one, two, one, three. two three, ODST, and Reach. Then they made Destiny 1 and 2. But, you know, Destiny 1 and 2, they're both like sort of these games as a service. So they've been around. I mean, Destiny 2 has been around since 2017. So mm-hmm. like it's like that's five fucking years. That's a long life cycle. It for is for any game. And, and they've been keeping it around. I mean, I know there's the they were part of Activision. They had their whole thing with Activision Blizzard before Bungie broke away. So now they're partnering partnering with Sony. Um, apparently, through the deal, they're still going to make multi-platform games. Which I don't know if they're working on a new IP or not. Who knows? But. Um, this will be interesting, at least for me to see what what's going to happen in the future. Uh, I, what I figured is they're just going to make armor and weapons for Destiny Two exclusive to the PlayStation. Probably, who knows? I don't know. The game is cross-platform now, so who knows what the hell's going to happen? Honestly, <laughs> if they made all these studio, all these you know console makers that are buying up studios, for them to not make them. You know, multi-platform is honestly they're losing revenue on that shit. Just keep them. I, I don't mind if these studios are buying up other studios or these console makers are buying up other studios. But um, and I, I still like exclusives. But some of these games, like they've been multi-platform for so long, it's like just keep them multi-platform and then make more money. So that's just just more revenue in your pocket. Yeah, I mean, especially with microtransactions, that's like the new wave. No, fuck that. No microtransactions. Well, I'm about Stop it. Cosmetic yeah. microtransactions. Those are, I mean, because those are optional. If you want to look cool, spend your two, three bucks and Fortnite that up. All you're going to do is just look cool. Then your friends are going to be jealous. Like, I want to spend my three bucks and get this too. Play to win shit. Yeah, and don't do the play to win. You don't want that. You just want cosmetics. I mean, everybody wants to look cool, especially like movie themes. Want to kill shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can kill shit. Why not kill shit and look cool doing it? No, I'll I'll kill shit in like you know the base armor. I don't care. <laughs> level one <laughs> with rags and shit running through. Like, who's this there's level this, one player? There's this book that I'm reading right now. Um, where literally it's like a it's a lit RPG, but like the guy mm-hmm. in the game, like he stayed level one for like a really long time with like without upgrading like any of his like armor. He doesn't have any weapons, but all he did was just like upgrade like his, his like his base stats because he's a full, he's a football player. So he took like his football knowledge and his knowledge of like kinesiology to like physically make himself better in the game and so at a level one character he like made his stats like crazy high with like being level one so basically he was like a level like basically like a level 50 guy with the stats but as a level Mm -hmm. one dude because he like just used like normal physical training and like normal life in the game and up like all his stats and it was like it's crazy (laughs) that'd be like that'd be me like i don't need the other shit (laughs) (laughs) you don't need to look all fancy with your uh Ariana Grande inspired armor. Yeah, no, fuck that. I mean, sometimes it's cool to look cool, but yeah, it's not a big deal to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because so, I, I wanted to have my fucking flying De- DeLorean in my fucking gameplay. Yeah, that's, that's I how mean, I get around. <laughs> but like you were saying, Chrono, so that's money. That's money that you're like missing out on being uh, multi-platform and getting these transactions from getting cosmetics. I mean, that's money. Yeah. That stuff yeah. adds up very quickly, very quickly. So. You're shooting yourself in the foot by not like trying to generate this revenue stream. 
off of cosmetics, really. I mean, that's what it is. So. Dude, I was still blown away when we were playing fucking um, back. Uh, what was it? Day by back day? for no. blood. Back for blood. Yeah, we were right. playing back for blood, and I, was, I think that's the first time I ever played a game that was cross-platform that mm. that didn't involve a PC. But yeah, I thought it's future man. That's the way shit should be. Gotta come together, all yeah, of us I as mean, gamers. I mean, we. I was having a lot of. I love me some Back for Blood. I. I like when it's like I know certain people on. I'm mean, like, hey, you want to do Back for Blood? And they're like, oh yeah, I can do like you know do like a mission or two, just jump in and just like try to finish it in like a chapter. It's actually pretty fun. It's yeah. it's always fun shooting zombies. So, so I'm always down. It's a fun game. Oh, uh, I got to talk to Cronus about uh, the show you're talking about. I guess you'd already seen most of it or all of it, which is The Legend of Vox Machina. Yeah. Did you watch the first one? I watched. So I they dropped the first three episodes. Oh, I only watched the first one so far. I need to watch more. But the first oh. one was just like, what the fuck is going on here? It yeah. Was pretty cool. I I mean, it's an animated show on Amazon, right? Yeah, yeah. It's an animated show on Amazon. It's it's based off of Critical Role, mm-hmm. which is a, a show. Uh, it's like a it's a role playing. It's a Dungeons and Dragons game. Well, with no, that. it's it's a group of people that are voice actors. I'm pretty sure is what it is. They are. They are. Well, most yeah. of them are voice actors, but there's some that are actually like you know, uh, uh, um, TV actors like Ashley Johnson. I guess she joined. She's also on uh, the Legend of uh, Vox Machina. I guess Deborah Deborah Ann Wool from um, Daredevil and um, True Blood. I guess True she's Blood. on the show now. Even though she's been she's been on there, uh, she's been Dungeon Master for a Critical Role for a little bit. So, and they've had other stars like come in, play, and then they like leave the show. But a lot of the same actors from uh, the voice actors from Critical Role are. In the box machina, mahina, uh, it's kind of crazy. It's like blood and gore, tits and ass, and they like a group of like basically um, Dungeons and Dragons mis- misfits <laughs> that are like supposed to solve, or they're like the last hope for their kingdom, and the kingdom has like no hope for them. So they're like, well, you're the only ones we got, so go go do this. <laughs> so it's a crazy little adventure type thing. Uh, the first three episodes are up on Amazon Prime. I guess the next episode, I think it's tonight? Tonight or Friday or something like that? Yeah, it's um, it's a lot of fun. It's it's always cool to see like the DC type animation and like blood gore and tits and ass. And, like it's like you don't expect to see it because we're at least you know, my generation is like used to seeing the, the DC style animation of being like very tame. There's no mm-hmm. no cursing no, you know, nudity, nothing like that. Definitely no sex. And like seeing it in, you know, The Legend of Vox Machina and like Infinite, you know, it's like, whoa, like this is amazing. So I, I honestly, because like I said, I'm, I'm a huge fan of lit RPGs and this seems to me like a like an animated lit RPG series. Um, I, I really enjoyed the first one that I watched. I need to watch more. But I think that... Uh, people would definitely enjoy this show because it, it honestly it's really funny because <laughs> like in the in the first scene like watching like what happens like the amazing amount of gore in the first like probably minute it's like whoa all right well this is where we're going huh okay let's, yeah. let's, let's keep going <laughs> and then in the first five minutes there's some guy like eating out some chick yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm just like what the hell 
So, I mean, it's it's interesting. Um, I'm going to try was to there, keep watching. What's up? Was, was it? Was there a shot? There was, I don't know if it was a live action show or if it was animated where, like, I think it was live action it was animated where, like, like this little small little guy, he's, like, running and he, like, dives into the chick's pussy. Was that? Oh, that was, was uh, that the boys. A, uh, all, uh, that was the boys. Which, that's what, yeah, which was the boys. They are going <laughs> to make an animated version of the boys as well. It's called Diabolical. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. yeah, I've seen some uh, some clips from that so far, and it looks. I mean, I'll watch it. So, Prime Video is uh, they're making some some good stuff, even though it's you know Amazon the Overlords, but some of their shows are really good. I mean, they 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 have uh, the new Lord of the Rings is going to come out. They got announced. You know, mm-hmm. they have the boys. They have there's a bunch of other shows that we watched. And we, Invincible, they, Invincible, yeah. So they're they're legit about you know making some decent shows. On Prime Video, what's we'll coming? What's we'll coming back too? Um, oh god, that one sci-fi show that was on another channel. The, ex- that was the Expanse, by. which is amazing. Expanse. Yeah. yeah, yes. I think interesting. Cool. Trying to think, that's like one of the first show they they re they picked up, like revived, or yeah, whatever, or continued the story because they bought it from from Sci-Fi. Yeah, they lost out. <laughs> yeah, okay, fucking show. You know what's really cool about this? Uh, I'm watching like the levels on this this pod track four. Is that if I get too close, it automatically like it adjusts. It adjusts a little bit. Yeah, it really does. It's kind of neat. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you want to kind of talk about your new setup? Yeah, I talked about it a little bit in the beginning. Bit. Um, but actually, I can show because I like pulled some of the cords out right now. So, oh shit, maybe I can. Yeah, here we go. So everything's running through this like this tiny thing right now. <laughs> This is a, a Zoom PodTrack 4. I'm sorry, PodTrack P4. And it's, uh, it's, it's honestly, I'm very impressed with like how small this package is for like what it does. It has four XLR inputs, and then um, everything's running just through like USB-C ports. Um, then I have like the, it has four headphone ports as well. I'm just using mine. Obviously, it's just me in here. Um, everything else is remote. But it's really cool because before, you know, I had to run like all this equipment, but it's like, it's just me in here. And I think the the problem was is that I was basically I had to use four pieces of equipment to run this podcast, and it's just me in the studio right now. And yeah. I think the main problem is that I was running a lot of our audio that's coming through your guys that are that are remote through like this Creative Labs like XFI thing. It's not really designed to like do this, and that's why we were seeing like some some uh, audio quality drop off. So I've been researching like. How can I like up the audio quality back to what I'm used to again? Um, and this is a solution. It's working really well so far. At least I sound pretty good. You guys sound good to me. Um, and then I bought like this Disher mic, which is amazing so far. I really like this thing. I'm gonna buy a new microphone on because this one's kind of it's kind of janky for what I got now. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you also look a little different too. Well, I, sh- <laughs> I shaved my face. So I'm gonna grow it back though, because I I haven't honestly I haven't shaved my entire face in probably 15 years, well, maybe more than that yeah. since I left the Marine Corps. Probably I've always had like a goatee or a beard. So yeah. So what did your What did your daughter think of it when you when she saw you? Well, she was going did to bed and she was like immediately grabbed my face. <laughs> it's like it's so <laughs> soft. <laughs> so yeah. That's funny. Um, I know, like, I have I've had friends who like um, 
they're Indian, and like usually when somebody passed away, like the the males would completely shave, and like it was her first time seeing her dad like shaved, and it freaked her out. Like she like started crying. She's not a kid; she was an adult. She was like, "This is weird. Like, who are you? you you're not my dad." Like she'd never seen her dad's full face all wow. her life because he always had like a beard. Well, you know, I talked to my youngest Riley um, before I I started shaving my face. So when I first like. You know, did went back to the goatee because for her whole life I always had a beard, and yeah. I kept the beard because I was like, I didn't want to freak her out like like what you just said. You know, I didn't want to freak her out, so I was like telling her, you know, because she, she was talking about how my face is getting kind of scratchy and stuff. Like I was like, you know, I could just you know shave my face. Would it be cool? You know, she's like, yeah, you know, all right, you know, eventually, you know, I'll shave my face so it'll be you know soft or whatever. So I shaved, uh, you know, the goatee, and I was like, all right. Then I looked in the mirror and I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just take take it all off, you know, for a while. And then I'll, I'll, grow, I'll grow. I like having a beard, to be honest with you. Um, but also there was like some some mental stuff with me, like because before this is how long I've had a goatee and a beard. Excuse me. I used to be fat, like really. I was like two hundred fifty pounds, um, and I grew a goatee to like cover up my double chin. You know, so I was like, you know, I just kept it because I just wanted to cover up my my double chin. And obviously, I've lost a bunch of weight since since then, and I just kind of got used to like not seeing like the rest of my face. So, so yeah, like shaving like my entire face. I think I was just like putting too much pressure on myself to like do it, but I was just like, fuck it, just just fucking do it. Get used to the way that you normally look without facial hair. But I'm, I'll grow a beard, uh, grow a beard back eventually. Okay. So probably in the next couple of months, I'll grow it back. A couple of years ago, I participated in. Uh in november so like part of the part of it you should you, well i'm not i think that's how it works you shave on the first day or at least the day before november and um i completely shaved and like the sweetness saw me she's like no i don't like it because <laughs> it was first time <laughs> her first time seeing with no facial hair she's like you look like a teenager like stop it like no that so I, I like wore this this minute fake beard for a couple of days until I got some stubble growing in, and then like I kind of looked more like myself. But it, it was it was weird to myself to be in shape because like I've always had like a little goatee going since I could be able to grow, which is probably like in my twenties. Yeah, not really that long. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, so why do that? Do you guys want to go into the uh, talk about the Mandalorian? I'm sorry, shit. <laughs> yeah, I can't because it came out today. So and I haven't watched it, and it's like less than forty eight hours. So no, we will well, not. No, I, we will not talk about it. Well, no, it's not the Mandalorian. It's the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, <laughs> like, but yeah, we won't talk about that either. <laughs> kind of a, kind of a fucking yeah. spoiler. <laughs> oh, we, we can we can uh, wrap pretty soon. I think we're yeah. Well, uh, I was gonna say quickly. Uh, has anybody played Rainbow Six Extraction yet? Besides no, me, not yet. I've been playing. Uh, Far Cry Six with like the new DLCs, which are actually pretty fucking good. But anyway, go ahead. I, I want to play yeah. Extraction. Yeah, Extraction is pretty. Uh, it's been pretty interesting. It's very. It on the surface, it seems very like simple, but like when you play the game, you, it's very, like, it's very team based. Like you need to communicate with your team. You need to be tactical. A lot of people seem to think that oh, I'm just gonna run in. And shoot everything, not realizing that you can actually avoid firefights and still complete the objective and move on. <clears throat> There's the point uh, that the game, 
I think tries to make is that you want a survivor through team, right? Because if you take too much damage, your character will be inactive uh, until you're able to build their health back up. The way you build their health back up is that you have to play with someone else and then you need to do like the objectives. The more objectives you do and you can fully extract, the more health that your inactive players will gain so that you can play with them again. If you go down and uh, a player has to recover you and then they have to extract your body pretty much. You go into stasis, someone's got to pick you up and then extract you. If your whole team goes down or you don't get like rescued, you go MIA. So MIA, you lose um, the XP you would have earned with that character plus whatever upgrades they would have gotten and that player becomes like in at like unusable until you replay that mission you have to rescue that character from that mission and then you will gain back your xp and all their subsequent like bonuses if you do not you lose all of it they come back with like half their health so they lose all that xp and you got to kind of like build them back up again so it's important to work together be mic'd up Instead of being in like a cooperative game and not try to say something, it's not a Call of Duty game. It's a Rainbow Six game. Like it's weird because there's a lot of people that play Siege and it's like, well, are you mic'd up? Like, we need to communicate. Like, because you could, if you're taking too much damage and you know you're not going to survive the next area, you can be like, hey, let's extract because then we'll we'll get the objective done, we'll get this XP, and we won't like be really fucked for the next mission. But some people just run off and do their own thing and it ends up making you lose a character. It's kind of irritating. But what I like is that when you're able to play with randoms, I guess, which is not exactly ideal, but you will, the difficulty changes based on your area and then the uh, mission objectives rotate. Based on where you are, new objectives will pop up. So I'm like, holy shit. Right now, I have, like, the first row of, like, um, locations unlocked. I haven't even done all of them because, like, the people I play with were like, dude, we need we need to be mic'd up. I played with um, Stitch. We've been mic'd up with a couple of friends. We do, like, really well. Playing with people that don't communicate, like, they can hear me and my other teammates, but they don't, like, interact. It comes a problem. So, but the game is fun. If you're mic'd up, um, it's actually more challenging than it appears to be. I mean, it seems very simplistic when you look at it from the, like, when you literally read the description. When you play, it's just a lot of intricate stuff doing. Um, it's good to have someone that shot calls or whatever. It's good to have share ideas on what you're going to do. It makes it more fun. Um, but I'm liking it so far. Apparently, this is just the like the drop in the hat. Like, apparently, there's a roadmap online where they're showing what they're going to be releasing, like, new modes, new characters, like, a bunch of shit for the next, like, year or more. I, I didn't see the end of it. I think it just said, like, coming soon or more to come or something like that. But I, I'm enjoying the game a lot. It's very fun, even though it seems small. It's really not. I mean, it's a $40 game. Well worth the price for me so far. So, there you go. All right. What's uh, what, what rating would you give it right now? Are you, it's right too now, early. Uh, 
based on what I've played so far, this is definitely an eight for now. This will probably go up, I'm assuming, the more I play like subsequent and more difficult missions. Because uh, I've already seen like a prelude of like stuff that's coming. And I'm like, dude, this looks even more crazy. So I'm I'm right now it's, I'm just playing like the first two missions. It's already an eight for me. Guaranteed. Nice. Oh, all right. Want to wrap it up? Sure. So I can play yeah, me some extraction. <laughs> pretty little, pretty little bowl on it. All right. Uh, oh, real quick. I'm curious right now. I'm gonna press a button. I want to see what it does. Ready? Oh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna die. No, we're not. <laughs> oh. You push it? They have it? Y'all can't hear it? Nope. Oh, oh that's interesting. Me. It's like a... It's like jazz music. Can the, uh, can the people in the chat, can you all, y'all hear that? They probably can. Yeah. It's interesting okay, that you guys no. can't. <laughs> nope. And her shit. Like, <laughs> you're sitting there with this look on your face, like, looking at us for a reaction, and we're like, did he do it? Well, it's just like <laughs> random, like, weird, like, oh, there's applause. <laughs> I could do like the when somebody tells I heard a joke. that you heard that I heard a lit I it was super faint I but I, I heard that Wait, hold on oh here it is hold on this is probably why you can't wait I heard you it. hear that this yeah is like... it's real faint still though it's super oh faint. if I hold it down you know, I feel a pause <laughs> I, that I can't hear you can't, I can't hear, hear this hear no all right can you hear this no? No, that, that sounds like someone talking underwater. That's so weird. Can you hear this? It sound it sounds like a bass line. Is that a bass line? So you can only hear this. I can hear that, but it's super faint. Okay. Yeah, well, I have to turn up my mic here for real loud to be able to hear it. Alright, well people can, people should be able to hear it because I can definitely hear it. That's weird. Alright. People pe- people listen to the podcast, they'll be like, what the fuck is that guy have sound? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> 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 anyway. All right, Odinja, what you got? Populate, crackulate this week until the next podcast. So, the next episode. So, finally, on Friday night at midnight, Rick and Morty season five will be available on Hulu. So I'm gonna nice. finish. Like I'm gonna finish that because I didn't get a chance to finish season five because it was free on Adult Swim, but the last four episodes you had to subscribe to Adult Swim. So I've been waiting like four months. You to get this, so I'm very confused. You have Hulu, but you don't have Adult Swim. No, you have to subscribe to Adult Swim to watch those episodes. It was weird. Yeah, so you had to go online to AdultSwim.com, and then like you can watch those episodes. Uh, I think it's the first no, five. Hold on, stop. You, I guess you get it. Do you not pay for adults for Hulu, or do you just? I pay for Hulu. It's part of my bundle. But Adult Swim, it was not season five was not available on Hulu. It was only available on AdultSwim.com. I, I literally watched it on Hulu. Season five not or the- season four? Because if you go now, it'll tells you season five Saturday. It says Saturday at midnight. You can watch season <laughs> three through four. Yeah, I was looking at it on my phone. I'm like, where is this? Because uh, HBO Max claims that they're gonna have season five, and it's it's not there. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, this but dropped last year. Like, I definitely watched these. Season five? I looked at it the other day. I'm like, oh, this is this is a time lock. 
Yeah, it says that they're they're airing. Yeah, well, yeah, I see the I seen. The... I have to wait. I'm trying to see if I I'm trying to remember if I seen these or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it says, says that they drop on the fifth. Yeah, at midnight. That, that would be Saturday. Oh, maybe I'm tripping here. Did I? I think I've seen these. Well, the first one looks like I've seen this. The one with the, the Aquaman. So dude. the first episode was available on YouTube for free. All the subsequent mm. episodes were on um, were on AdultSwim.com. Hmm. So that's why I watched those. And then after that, they were locked. So after the fifth or sixth episode, they were locked. So now they're going to be on Hulu this weekend. So I'm looking at here all ten episodes. This is upcoming. I'm looking at it right now. Upcoming, all the way up to all ten episodes of season five. So. Watching that this weekend for sure. Uh, Raised by Wolves will be out in like ninety minutes, season two. Um, I'm probably gonna wait till f- probably Friday to watch it. Um, Peacemaker, I'm still watching. We haven't talked about it because I I don't know if I'm the only one watching it. Fucking hell, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Book of Boba Fett. If you haven't seen it, uh, watch it as soon as you can. Uh, there are already memes and stuff. People are spoiling it left and right. Even like spots like Entertainment Weekly, ComicBook.com, they're already like talking about the episode. So, <clears throat> but yeah, those are the stuff I'm probably going to be watching this weekend for sure. And then, oh, so supposedly there was a High Republic book, a uh, Star Wars High Republic book that's supposed to be out yesterday, but I haven't been able to find it. Some places say they haven't gotten it. I think the Release date may have been pushed. I have not seen any reports on it yet, but I'm going to try to get this book sometime this weekend as well. But that's it for me. All right, cool. Crawl, what you got going on this week? I would like to give a special fuck you to whoever um, stole from uh, Patrick. So Patrick, who came, he came from Chicago to California and he landed in Oakland. He went to the In and Out near Oakland, near the Oakland Airport. Near the Oakland Airport, he was in In and Out for like five minutes, and there was a smash and grab on his uh, rental car. And they stole his laptop and his kid's backpack. I'm sorry, he stole his his backpack, which which had his laptop and I think his switch and a few other things in there, and then uh-huh. his son's backpack that had like a bunch of Lego in it, and. I was just like, man, that's really fucked up. So like, that was his start to his trip. Five minutes in to come back to California, he got smashed and grabbed while he was in God the car. Damn. So, so yeah, fuck those people, whoever stole it. I hope that they can get it back, but it's just messed up, man. I, I felt bad, you know, that he came here and that happened to him. Anyway, uh, Saga number 55 dropped uh, last week. It's one of my favorite comic, comic books of all time. If y'all have not read Saga, it's been on a hiatus for almost four fucking years now. So getting number 55 out and reading it, they picked up right off where where they left off from. It's an amazing comic book. It's one of my, it's one of the comic books that got me kind of back into comics as an adult because it's a very adult comic. If you get the comic book um, on like page two or three, there's like titties and shit. So yeah, it's definitely, it's not for kids and it's, it's amazing. Unless you're, unless you're in Norway. <laughs> yeah, then, then it's like, like t- it's like it's for uh, it's for preteens. I was like, I was like thinking, I was like, what's he talking about? Oh, it's yeah. educational. 
Damn. But yeah, it's it's a great comic by uh, Brian K. Vaughn, and the artist is Fiona Staples. She's a fantastic artist. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn is a fantastic writer. So it's, it's they're like peanut butter and jelly. So I'm, I'm happy to see them uh, back together again. If you like peanut butter and jelly, if you don't like peanut butter and jelly, time? what's wrong with you? You know, just substitute something else in. Were they? Wasn't there talks of them making a TV series off of Saga? Or I'm, I've been talking about it because they need to. Because I think it, I think it'd be better than Star Wars. I've said it many yeah, times on this podcast. I think I think the Saga story will be better than Star Wars. I, I, and I don't say that lightly. If you read the comic book, then you'll understand what I'm talking about. So yeah, hopefully uh, you all like the upgrades to the audio on this podcast. I'll I'll re-listen to it after you know this podcast is over. Hopefully it sounds better. So. Yeah, it's it's been bothering me that air quality in the podcast over the past two years, but two there. years. <laughs> now hopefully I fixed it. Bam, I'm done. Yeah, mic drop. <laughs> yeah, just all right for myself. Uh, not doing too much. Just chilling. Um, I'm catching up on some anime. Um, I've been watching. I'm all caught up on Attack on Titans. I started. I'm watching um, Demon Slayer, which is really fucking great. Great one. Uh, last week. Uh, so right now they're doing the Mugen Train, which is kind of cool. Like I saw it in the theaters, and it was excellent in the theaters, and it's excellent at home. It's such a great fucking anime. Um, but uh, last week, Old Ninja talked about the injustice that dropped on HBO Max, and I decided to watch it, and it was boo boo garbage. Everything, <laughs> everything he said about the movie, everything he said about the movie was true. Like they, it was super. I mean, it's it's like an hour and seventeen minutes long, which is. There's no way you can tuck a whole story into there. But then, like, some characters died off too early. Some other characters who should have died were dead. And then, like, the person who who brings parallel Earth Superman into the world, like, that's all done wrong. Like, it's just it's just all fucked up. And the the animation, like, there's just, there's something weird about the animation. Like, it it's like they skip a frame. Like, like there be like a like there's there be like a cut in like a fight scene where like. It just didn't. It just doesn't add up. It almost looked like it's. It's almost looked like if you're watching like a like a fight scene, and you can see that like it's choreographed and like the people aren't really hitting each other. But like, it's just the animation is really. I actually fell asleep. I was watching it and fell asleep. That's how bad it was. And I had to wait. I had to rewatch like the a couple of days later. But yeah, they just they really rushed it. And what's what's crazy is that like the the artwork for the cover is like from the comic book. Like they actually use the artwork from the comic book, but like. Yeah, the, the the meat and potatoes aren't there. I mean, this, it was still kind of a. It was I wouldn't even say it was a decent story. It was still kind of shitty. Like it didn't make any fucking sense. But yeah, that's just my two cents on it. The meat and potatoes uh, ain't there. They just got fucking vegetables. The ones you don't like. Yeah. Just saying. Just imagine the ones you don't like. Fucking eggplant or whatever. Unless you're a lady, love the eggplant. Or maybe not. Yeah. It could be gay. I'm just saying. I fucked that all up. Hope it was mm. funny. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, with that being said, yeah, just other than that, just chilling, relaxing, shooting some people off outside of school. <laughs> All right, Odin, oh, take us sh- out of here. Shit, I forgot to mention. I've been watching Naomi, so it's been in- it's been three episodes in. It's been interesting so far. I'm just hoping a more big reveal happens sometime this week. All right. That being said, use this experience, Black and Black Times Infinity. The Nikis podcast on the internet. Ask Alexa, she'll tell you. You check us out anywhere and everywhere with B's and BTI. B T H A N B T I. You can email us at B's and BTI at gmail.com. 
you can follow us on Twitter, anywhere on social media. Check out our, our uh, official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash BBGI. Oh, well, on Amazon, we have an app that lets you know when we go live. Download that for your phone. Check it out. Oh, we have a Discord. So let us know if you want to join the Discord. Email us first. Let us know that you want to get in. We're this bitch. Yet many questions remain unanswered.